what's up, everybody? It's us. <laughs> that was a good one. I liked it. Yeah, liked it right? A lot. Hi, welcome to the Dear Me, Love Me podcast. It's a mini episode. Your favorite ones, or rather our favorite ones. This is a... Any other Yeah. Work? We don't have to do no. any work. You guys write us letters, and we read your letters back to you. Usually verbatim. <laughs> As essentially verbatim, unless I mispronounce something. Yep, that's correct. I'm Brooke Upholzer. I'm T. Boyich. And today we have a letter from Kelsey and Gabby. So I'm going to start and I'm going to read Kelsey. So are you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, T and Brooke. I'm a huge fan of your podcast. It's just a fun way to get to know you guys and to learn something along the way. I don't have a sister, but listening to your podcast always makes me feel like I've got two older sisters giving me advice. I've been meaning to write a letter for a while and just never made time. But now that we're quarantined, I have an abundance of time. So here we are. This is a letter to my early teenage me. Dear Kelsey... It's kind of odd to be writing this letter because it feels weirdly personal and also because past you didn't really picture us having a future past high school. But we made it and we learned some wild stuff along the way, which I have to put into a letter that will now be read on a podcast. Woo! Other people can hear it. Here it goes. I, I have to agree with Kelsey. I couldn't imagine a life past high school for myself. Not that like I was like, oh, after high school, I'm dead. It's just like I just never could imagine it. I still can't. Sometimes I can't see myself beyond like 40. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Even though yeah. I know I'm probably going to have a beautiful life beyond that, I can't picture it. I, I totally agree with you. Are we ready? Number one, sometimes people suck. People are going to be mean to you sometimes. You live in a bubble where you can't imagine people being mean for no reason, but you will quickly learn that some people are the worst. Mostly people will be mean to you because of who you love, even though that seems like a stupid thing to hate someone over. In eighth grade, girls send around a petition titled, Kelsey is a lesbian. Plot twist, you are, and you just don't know it yet. And you cry about it in your bathroom, Years later, you're going to come out of your come out to your mom, and it won't go well. Later in college, you're going to politely tell a boy at a frat party that you don't want to hook up with him because you don't really swing that way, and he's going to try to hit you. Don't oh. worry, we're we're fine, and the boys from your swim team promptly beat the crap out of him. <laughs> and as scary as that was, and as horrible as people are, it's a good reminder that the world can sometimes suck, and that's okay. You just have to find people who don't suck and who want to help make the world suck a little less. Also, remember that it's okay to punch homophobes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, God damn it. That like people reminds me of like a suck. It's like a Janice thing, like very much like, a, are you a lesbian? Like, what are you? I'm a human being. Human being. Like, who cares who I like? Kids in school are so mean. They're so mean. Children are so mean to each other. I'm sure, like, Kelsey now, clearly writing to her teenage self, truly wishes she could go back and tell her, like, that it's gonna be okay. Like, it's times like this where you do wish that time travel was a thing. So people, especially in the LGBTQ community, can tell themselves that things are gonna be okay. Because, yeah, you can see, like, a celebrity say it, but then telling yourself is, yeah. Yeah. So I wish time travel was real. (laughs) Number two, 
please never stop trying. People in high school are mean to people who they label as trying too hard, but you actually enjoy learning and working hard, and if it makes you happy, then go for it. Also, those same people who are mean to you about being nerdy and studying all the time are the same people who are going to beg you for help before a big exam. And you know what? It's okay to help them sometimes. You don't want to be known as the asshole who never helped anybody out, but some of those kids are probably struggling with other things in their lives. You don't have to be a dick just because they're being dicks. True. It's good. Yeah. Just because somebody's I, I, being a dick doesn't mean you have to be a dick right back. It's true. And I agree, though. I don't know when it became cool to not give a shit <laughs> and to be lazy. I, yeah. I never caught on to that. I never understood that. Why can't it be the opposite? People that try really hard are super cool because we care about I mean, our futures. That's a that's adulthood, though. It's like the people yeah. who care really hard and like are the smarties are the ones who are like getting all the hot tail and getting all the money. Hey, like, fair, fair. That that's just how the world works, and the we get the last who, laugh. And we do get the last laugh. Though I must say, I I was not one of the people who was like trying too hard is bad, but I was the down to the wire person. Oh, <laughs> I truly wish I had, but uh, better self control with that. Fair. Number three, don't let people make fun of you for the things you like. You really like to sing, but people make you feel like being in choir is weird and nerdy, so you drop your favorite high school elective. They're also going to think it's weird that you're into community service club, swimming, Taylor Swift, even those even those are the things that make you, even though those are the things that make you, you. You're going to stop doing a lot of those things because people make fun of you for them, and I deeply regret not giving myself the opportunity to continue on with them just because other people didn't like it. On the bright side, you end up meeting Taylor Swift, and she is just as kind as you hoped she would be. Oh, I love. Whoa, I'm so jealous. That's pretty. That awesome. makes me feel good that she's nice. That does make me feel good that she's nice. I'm not a Swifty, like I'm not like a diehard yeah. fan, but I do. I but do I like her she, music. Like her songs can slap. Like they're they're yeah. good. Yeah, they're really good. And I'm so sorry that you dropped your favorite high school elective because people were shitty. I totally yeah, feel that though awful. because I was the choir kid in high school, so um, I feel that. Uh, on a hard level of people making fun of you because theater and Glee and all that is your life. True. I will say when Glee cl- when Glee came out, it changed it. Suddenly I wasn't super nerdy. I was only a little nerdy. Well, my thing is suddenly all the fucking jocks and pretty girls wanted to be in Glee yeah. Club and show choir and they wanted to make it cool, but it was already cool. We didn't need you. Cool. <laughs> we don't need you. Get out of here. <laughs> Number four. If you beat yourself up for mistakes instead of laughing at yourself, you will start crying and you will never stop. Case in point, the first day of college swim practice, like literally the first day, you're going to be running stairs with the team and you are going to fall and give yourself a concussion that keeps you out of the pool for two months. Oh my God. You are so embarrassed you want to crawl into a hole and die and want to quit the team before you even got a chance to swim. It takes a couple days, but you soon, you're soon able to laugh at the whole situation, even though you missed two months' worth of practices and all the fun beginnings of the semester parties. It turns out that laughing at yourself is better than beating yourself up, and that's an attitude you should keep with you for the rest of your life. It is another fucking example of just get over the moguls, and you're going to laugh about them later. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, it's, it's true. Like If you can laugh at yourself, you can look back on situations that you... 
because you can either look back and be mortified for the rest of your life about something or just move on and laugh. Absolutely. That's and I guarantee really almost thought. none of her teammates remember. Like, we're the hardest on ourselves. Oh, yeah. For sure. And I we're guarantee so most of them don't even remember. They'll probably be like, oh, that was you? Like, right. oh, well, yeah, I mean, kind of Or be like, that it. was two whole months? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's just a blip of your life. Ugh. Two months. You were going to do, or number five, sorry. You were going to do everything right, and some some things still won't go your way. Sophomore year, you're going to decide that political science is not the major for you because you really like theater and you want to work in theater administration, but your school doesn't have an arts administration program, so you bust your ass to get an internship with the biggest theater trade association in New York City, where you work really hard and learn a ton and see a lot of Broadway shows, but that might not be enough. So you leave your team and your friends behind for a semester to move to Washington, D.C. for an internship with a performing arts organization. And you're crushing it, even though you were nervous and you get the chance to develop and manage a major initiative that you pitched to your boss. You're also a finalist for two of the most competitive internships you applied for, one for a theatrical group in New York and one for an arts group in D.C., For a hot minute, your biggest concern is what you're going to do when you get both positions because you're (laughs) feeling that good about them when a little thing called coronavirus starts a global pandemic. And then every single one of the nine internship programs you applied for gets canceled. And you have to move back to New Jersey and work from home. And the program that you were developing doesn't get a chance to get off the ground. And it sucks so bad because you did every single thing right. And now nothing is going right. But this is also a good lesson on how the world works. Sometimes you work the hardest and try the most, and it just doesn't work out because the universe has different plans. And that's hard to accept, but we're working on it. And once this is all over, we're going to keep trying to make the world a little better. Even if we had to put those ideas on hold for a bit. She's so impressive. And so on. Very impressive. It. It's just everything yeah. is going right in the world. And it's just, it, we're just like how, I mean, you were back in Mean Girls. Like there was so mm-hmm. much going on in, in lives and then just stops. And then just stops. And like you, there's so much that is out stops. of our control. And it's, it's and so like, frustrating. I, re- I remember saying like, um, like the G, like I'm taking the, give me back the goddamn wheel, Jesus. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, where I was like, oh, I don't. Yeah. Je- what What is up with Jesus take the wheel? But now we're just all like Jesus take the wheel because Jesus. we have no idea what the fuck is going to happen. I'm asleep in the back seat. I You just drive. <laughs> I'm, I'm asleep, asleep in the back. In the back. I'm a- I don't know. I haven't put a bra on in months. I don't know. Maybe up when we get to grandma's house. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how I feel at this point in quarantine. Like, let me know when it's done. Wh- yeah. Wake me up when it's done. Wake me up when quarantine ends. Mm, oh. New parody song. Absolutely. Oh, Kelsey, it's been quite the ride, and it's not even close to over. Now that we can envision a future for ourselves, there are so many things I want to do. It makes my head spin. I'm so proud of you for sticking through the rough patches and for doing scary things because you know they're the right thing. Take a step back and be proud of yourself for all the things that you've done. And know that there's so much good coming your way as long as you just keep going. And remember, try to do one thing every day that makes the world a little better for someone else. Aww. Always. Love me. I love that. That was incredible. Wow, that was Kelsey, well you're done. cool. Yeah, Kelsey, cool. you're so cool. 
You're, you're so really cool. Really and you're so, so cool. on top of your shit. You applied for nine internships. I don't even think I took nine classes in college. That's a hustle. She you is are hustling. hustling. And you know what? You are on hold right now, but not forever. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go out there and no, fucking just, hustle again. It's just a stage management. Hold, please. It's just a yeah, moment. Hold, please. Hold, please. Hold, for please. lights. Hold, please. Yep. Yep, we just got to adjust the lights a little bit. Just got to adjust Maybe, it. Maybe, yeah, just the sound levels, and then we can continue on. <laughs> and then we're going to finish teching act one. It's going to be great. Exactly. Okay. Well, thank you very much. We thank loved you. your letter. I am going to read a letter from Gabby. Great. It says, Dear Gabby, you are never going to believe how the world changed in the time it took the moon to rotate around the Earth. We are facing a big challenge, not only you, but everyone in the world. There's a couple of things you have to know. First of all, you are going to learn how to be more grateful than you've ever been. There's a lot of people losing their jobs and you're fortunate to have enough money to survive. I am sorry, but you are not going back home this year. I know what you are thinking. You are going to break grandpa's heart. Trust me, he's going to be okay. Remember Abuelitas? Yes, Abuelitas. Yeah, Yeah. Abuelitas words. No matter how far you are from us, we are always waiting for you. My family would be so mad at me. My whole family speaks Spanish except for me, and I took German. <laughs> My grandma's maiden name was Josefina Lopez, and I was like, Yeah, I remember you like, said I'm that. I'm taking German. They're going to kill me. My sister's screaming at the podcast right now. Okay. You are going to spend your days at your cozy home developing new skills and learning a lot from the youngest ones. It's going to be a crazy and enjoyable experience in every single way. Oh, and you finally have the time to keep working on your projects. You know, many people are not going to be able to stay with their loved ones during this hard time, including Mama. She has to remain at work, like many others have, to protect their loved ones. You have a warm house, a cozy bed, food, lots of commodities to keep studying, and being in contact with your friends, boyfriend, and family. Many people won't be able to do this. I want to ask you a favor. Before you melt down like a nuclear power plant, take a breath. The breath is there to ground you. Take another breath and remind yourself of just how lucky and fortunate you are. There is a disease out there that is going to kill thousands of people who can't stay inside their houses. They either go out to work and get sick or they're going to starve to death at home. Unfortunately, lockdowns are a social class privilege. Mm -hmm. You have the right to be scared, frustrated, sad, or anxious, but you can't complain about your quarantine. It's time to trust in people and help each other while real life superheroes are taking care of the most vulnerable ones. I don't know when this is going to end. In the meantime, don't forget to say gracias for every day. Take care until we all meet again. Love, me. Oh, thanks, Gabby. Gabby. I loved hearing that. I needed that reminder, too, of like, I am safe. I am okay. I have money. I am comfortable. I'm healthy. So what do I have to bitch about? That I'm Mm -hmm. bored? Oh, wah. Boo-hoo, I'm bored. Wah. Yeah. Wah. Um, I... I'm going to say Gabby is an international student for drama and theater living in the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, She said, I wrote this from my acting class. This letter was a part of an assignment from my acting class, and I wanted to share and hopefully inspire others to be grateful for what they have right now. Thanks, Gabby. A little of the beginnings. Thank you. That was pretty awesome. Right over that. I was ready. That's okay. To win it. You're ready to go. You wanted to hear her words of wisdom. So I... I totally get it. Ugh. You were in it to win it. I want to thank Kelsey and Gabby well, so thanks, much for writing us. Guys, letters. if 
Me too. They were so lovely to read. If any of you have a letter you would like to send us, feel free to email us at dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com and we might read your shit out loud. We will read your shit out loud. We'll see you on Thursday for the real episodes. Goodbye. And uh, that's quarantine, baby. <laughs>